Hello, this is Richard from the What Disaster Podcast. And I just want to put a little disclaimer out there before this episode that we were having some audio issues and my microphone wasn't working. Uh, we had a lot of fun making this episode. Ashley was a great guest and we hope you enjoyed as well. But the audio is a little noisy and you may want to listen to it in something other than headphones. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed the episode and sorry for the lack of quality. Do we have to labor on this poncho? Is this the hill you want to die on? Is the poncho? Apparently, this is the hill you want to get up and fight on. You can pick a new hill. Why would I pick a new hill? You're the one that thinks that poncho would be useful at all. You're the one who started this hill thing. You're the hill. Okay, I'm just going to say right now this fight is still not as long as this poncho folding scene. <laughs> we have not yet finished folding ponchos in this movie. I didn't. That's not true. That's not true. That's not the guy I asked to do this thing with. Hello, and thanks for joining us for another episode of the What a Disaster podcast, where we watch and review a disaster movie as close to weekly as we can possibly stand. I am still Gregory Allen, as far as I know. I don't think I've been taken over by a future AI. As usual, I am joined by the Richard Sawasinski. I, um, I have been taken over by a future AI, but... The only name I could come up with was Pizza Hut backwards. So yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with Ta Azip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna stick with Richard. And we've also got the Liz here. Hello. That was really good, Liz. Thanks. Best hello I've heard out of you today. <laughs> Probably the only normal one I've ever given on any episode. And now we also have a return special guest, Ashley. Very special guest. The specialist. <gasps> Thank you. Ashley hello. I, not an EY. That would be the wrong way to spell she it. She spells it with an, an asshole I. asshole would spell it that way. And they consider an asshole who didn't bother to even look up the name of a person willing to sacrifice their time to be on a show that like two people listen to. Also, you can find me on Instagram, Ashley with an I. <laughs> oh, is that your actual... Yep. Insta oh, that's great. Insta so, it's easy to remember. There it is. There you go. Sorry, um, I got that plug in there right and early. So yeah, no, that's that's fine. It's yeah. important to know what's going on in your no, life. Like, we want to, we want to, we want definitely to see pictures of dogs and the joy of our guests' lives mm -hmm. you know, when we do these things. So. Lots, lots of pugs. Um, outside of pugs, have you been doing anything cool to kill time for uh, for the for the thing here, fighting off the existential dread and what have you? No, I've been working a ton and fully embracing the existential dread. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we'll just drop right into this. Today we're watching a spectacular little film made in 2016 called Pass Through. Human evolution has ended, and there can be no further advancement. The turning point is now. Um, it was attempted to be crowdfunded, but I think missed its mark, and is written and directed and starring Neil Breen. He's got a number of these kinds of movies, it looks like, and this is the closest one to a disaster movie that he's got, and Ashley picked it for us, mm -hmm. which, I mean, awesome. It was an excellent choice. Uh, this is about a messianic entity from the future who travels to modern-day Earth to wipe out about 300 million quote-unquote bad people and usher in a new era of peace. So, um, Ashley, you made us watch this. Please tell us why. Because I thought it'd be funny <laughs> to make you guys watch this. Um, and it's odd. It's... it's it's so it's it's good bad like the room is is good bad and birdemic is good bad mm -hmm. and and all of that it's just it's a bunch of ridiculousness and it's fun to watch and i've only seen it i i've discovered neil breen probably within the last year or so and he's fastly becoming one of my favorite directors fastly fastly <laughs> um quickly I, I'm that's fine. Whatever word you pick, it's your words, man. Swiftly, you, you do whatever you want with your words. Those are you get to choose what you do with them. Mm -hmm. I'm not here to stop you. I'm here to embrace those words, Push much like words. the existential dread. <laughs> um, I would like to say that this movie is on the same level as Birdemic in the Room, but the production value is much lower oh, than yeah. Birdemic in the Room, and I would never have expected to see a fully fleshed out and released movie 
with worse special effects than Birdemic. But here we are. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is a hit in its in its own right. It has a little cult following. Yeah, Neil Breen in in general is starting to really attract viewers. Mm-hmm. And you said he's making a new uh, pass through or not pass through? No, no, uh, this is pass through. Yeah, right, right. Twisted Pair is coming out, and he's got a documentary crew following him on that one. So I've heard that there was a documentary crew that followed him through the entire making of that movie. Okay. So I, I'm very exciting if that's true to see like behind the scenes and like his method and oh. and all of that. What is this guy up to? Actually, explain to us uh, who Neil Breen is because I still really don't have a okay. complete clue. So as far as anyone really knows, because he doesn't do a ton of interviews or anything, he always kind of just self promotes his own stuff. So he's um. Uh, I believe a real estate agent and like property developer from like the Las Vegas area. I, I just, I don't know if he just one day decided to make some movies and he, (laughs) up until this one, he always, um, self-funded them. So like his first one, which is called like double down that it's just a ton of stock footage. There's only like, I think five people total in the entire movie, maybe, maybe 10 if we're pushing it. Right. But yeah, he's just a very successful man who decided he wanted to spend his money making movies. and He just went for it. Yeah, he just All went right. for it. You know what? That's awesome. He's definitely an interesting filmmaker. That's... Yeah, I believe he has a vision. He has some, he has some sort of he may vision. He cross-eyed, but... Uh, all of his and all of his movies have some a th- kind of theme to them. There's always these like thematic elements to them. It's always has to do with like hackers or space or politicians. Yeah, the being corrupt. corrupt. Yes, corrupt. that's corrupt. <laughs> do you think uh, he comes out the other side of these films and thinks and is completely satisfied with the outcome? I think he yeah because they're all so the same. Okay, <laughs> and there's such the only subtle difference like he like. In his first few, you know, there's all these those spanning shots of like the desert and stuff. And this one, there's still a lot of desert. He loves that. You know, he's spinning around in a desert forever, for forever, for, like, forever. A, in a vault somewhere, there's three hours of that man spinning in circles. Oh yeah, yeah, for real. Uh, I would love to see he made the crop circles in the sand. <laughs> I would love to see just the raw footage of what he shot for this movie. Lots it's got to be tremendous. I want to see where he was like, you know what? No, let's try that again. At what point? He stopped the actors and said, this isn't working for me. You're not hitting the tone I'm looking for. Let's try it again. But this time, why don't you yell with dead eyes at me? <laughs> and let's see if that works out a little better for me. Just anger devoid of emotion? Could, is that something you can handle, Greg? Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. We can, we can absolutely make that happen. I just, there's too much inflection in your tone. Right. And I it's really you, throwing me off. I need you to enunciate. Think angry robot that just had its last bolt stolen. See, <laughs> he like, and, and the weird thing is the contrast is everyone is so amped up. Every other actor is so just like yelling and crazy. And he also has no emotion, but the total opposite way. Oh, like, yeah. Can it, I tell you something? Because I don't know. If no. You look, well, I'm gonna. We're going to go to break. (laughs) Oh, no. No, because I don't know if I've told you about how his website, the last I've looked at it, it's set up a very specific way because he also, you know, he's a one man show. So he runs his own website or so it appears or he just doesn't have people that are skilled at running a website run it because so he how it's set up is his if you want to buy a movie, it defaults to the most recent movie that came out. And then you have to order that, but then in the comments, write what movie you, you really want, want him to, to send you. Yeah, you mentioned that to me last time. Oh, and it's, yeah. And it's, I just, it just shows he really does kind of not have any kind of look back or like introspection on anything that he does. Like, Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> I don't know how, I mean, I know how he just throws money at it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why. <laughs> he might be just trying to boost the sales of the newest movie. I think he's just thick. All right. So uh, I found some sweet mushrooms in my backyard and we've got some glue to sniff. We're going to try all that stuff and we're going to get a little bit weird with this movie after this break. Hi, this is Neil Breen. Thanks for visiting my crowdfunding site. I wanted to take a few minutes to tell you about my new feature film, Pass Through. It's a science fiction drama. The story's very entertaining very thought-provoking, dealing with the conflicts, 
challenges, contradictions between advanced artificial intelligence as we've never known it and humanity. It's very thought-provoking, emotional, passionate, visionary, dirty and gritty, having to deal with the controversy of social responsibility and personal values, amongst other things. Here are some details of my new, very entertaining and visionary film. Uh, the glue was Elmer's and had therefore no <laughs> na chemical effect, which no we were hoping for. Effect. And the mushrooms were morels and they were delicious. So. We will not be able to get weird with this movie because this movie's already weird and drugs would make it worse. Mm. <sighs> this movie opens up with rocks <laughs> and I don't know what was happening with this cave drawing thing, but there's a tiger on a rock <laughs> and then there's a cave drawing and a not so human arm is drawing more with a bone and I don't know what was happening. And that theme sticks throughout the movie, not knowing what's happening, not the like the bone drawing thing. The desert. Yeah. Although the drawing is there through the whole and movie. And a tiger. And tiger. The tiger's in the movie a lot. Well, the, the 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 tiger plays a role. Tiger's a second credited character on IMDb, Greg. That's true. Second. So what what you you put in the notes that you love the constant hissing? Do you just mean the audio quality being oh, yeah. tremendously bad? Okay, I just want to make sure. It was. It really added to the atmosphere. I felt like I was in the room, but I had right next to the air conditioner. So it changed with every cut. Watching the movie, I'm not sure which is worse, the audio or the video. They are both. Off. Character introductions at the beginning of the movie. We are introduced to a number of people, a drug dealer, a drug user, a smuggler of people, people smuggler. Yeah. Um, coyote. A coyote. Mm -hmm. A tiger. Mm -hmm. Kids that love astronomy. <laughs> and, uh, and a dying man who may love astronomy too, probably, but he doesn't say much. He loves saddles. He does. He loves yeah, saddles he's and eccentric. cowboy boots. He's eccentric. He's an eccentric the astronomer. The professor is so eccentric. I agree 100% with this note, Richard, in that the acting in this movie makes Geostorm look like it belongs in the Criterion Collection. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but I can't emphasize enough how all over the place or over the top or horrible the acting in this movie is start to finish. You start to adjust to it and you start to worry about who you are as a person. Yeah. And adjust to it. I was, I, as I was watching it, I was, I mean, I wasn't like, oh, I care about this person, but I did manage to go... I'm done caring about how horrible this person is as an actor, and yeah. I'm in invested somewhat in this character. So that's, you know, that's a thing that happens. You you start to slowly lose your, well, I would say quickly, lose your sanity as you watch this movie. <laughs> this movie gaslights your sanity. <laughs> it, it's, I feel like AI from the future is in my brain right now, convincing me that I watched this movie and enjoyed it. I genuinely had a good time. I liked it. Hey, a good time does not mean <laughs> it was you. a good movie. I enjoyed watching the movie. Yeah. I'm glad I only had to do it once, and I would love to watch this movie again with drinks and friends. Hey, it's me. Have you written any songs lately? I've been working on a couple new songs, and I'm really proud of them. Yeah, I've written like two or three. Um. Okay, so... The 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 kids. Let's try and unpack this. These characters. I wrote plot summaries. I don't even know. We don't need the plot summaries. We need to unpack these. That we'll start with the. Who do we want to start with? Neil Breen's character. Yeah, he's um lit or whatever. He is Till. 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 Sorry. Till. Um, Light. So <laughs> I'm so confused. At the beginning of the movie, he is living in the desert. He's a heroin addict. And he's encountered by some smugglers, and they're like, clean up this mess so that Border Patrol doesn't know where we are. And he goes, here's your payment, and throws him some drugs. Yeah. And then as Neil Breen is cleaning it up, terribly, by the way, <laughs> uh, he just bonks him in the head with a rifle and kills him. It's, oh, no, it doesn't kill him. It just knocks him out. Right. Right. When you wake yes. up, this better be clean. <laughs> like, good luck. He gave him so many drugs in payment, too. That, that was, was a lot. That was a heroin. pretty big sack of, of drugs for that. Yeah. I don't think Neil Breen knows much about heroin. No. From from what I saw. Mm -mm. We're, we're introduced to three characters here. One, the smuggler, who's telling him to clean up. Two, Neil Breen's character, who is a heroin addict, and we, we'll find out soon enough here that that character actually dies. And three, his Neil Breen's recycling that is seen several times throughout this movie. <laughs> 
And he um, eats for a heroin addict just living in like a decrepit trailer in the desert. He eats really well. Like it's a lot of yogurt. It's and... yogurt and cans of vegetables <laughs> and some yeah. fruit and all milk jugs. They're washed and clean. They're yeah, all washed and clean, ready for the recycle bin. Yeah. Neil Breen comes to and dies of a drug overdose. Immediately. Immediately. He's so, his biggest problem I don't think was the heroin. It's how he uses it that killed him. <laughs> He, instead of injecting it, which is the way you're supposed to use heroin, he sprays it all over his arm. Yeah. And that is very, very dangerous. And he uses a loose rope. Yeah. To, the, uh... the, the rope is too loose. He's not getting good tension for his veins. And he's just technique. spraying heroin on his arm, which everybody knows is, is a surefire way to die from it. I learned that in D.A.R.E. We're saying no to drugs. Get D.A.R.E. in your kid's school, too, by visiting Country Style Donuts. Purchase the D.A.R.E. Bear and show you care. Proceeds go to D.A.R.E. in your community. Basically, as soon as he dies, he comes back to life. Well, he doesn't come no. back to life. The A.I. from the future. Yeah, comes out of his body. Takes over his body. That, one of his really good special effects. That is the most impressive special effects shot in this movie. It's It has to be, probably. <laughs> At least it was like equally lit and everything. Like that. Right. Well, it's just a frozen frame of that, and yeah. then he stands up with the frozen frame overlaid on top of him standing up. So it's just a freeze shot. Oh God, my life! What, <laughs> what have I done? You know what? At least we're not at Applebee's. <laughs> I I think like the heroin scene makes sense. You just pretend he's supposed to be taking insulin. And he misses. <laughs> just pretend, pretend that he's actually diabetic and living in the desert. It's like, oh, I sprayed it all over myself. That was all the insulin I had. The oh, that would explain like, all the healthy food. Here's your payment. It's actually, it's actually insulin for you. Yeah. So this should help. He's just really bad at shooting himself up with insulin. That's why he has all those bruises. And later on, I I feel like the smuggler is beating himself up. Like crap. I think I might have given him heroin instead of insulin. <laughs> <laughs> I hope, I hope that guy's okay. Kind of need that guy. He's the one who keeps the place clean. <laughs> he keeps yeah. clean so Border Patrol doesn't know where we are. There, there's a very shouty woman is one of the smugglers. <laughs> shouty lady! Uh, she, I don't think she speaks a single one of her lines. I think she yells every single one of yes. them. Grandma, why'd you shoot her? Because I have absolutely no value for you two on the street. On the one hand, I want to talk about this movie... As though it's a story being told and that the production value does not affect the quality of the movie. But that is not true. No! The production value is what makes this movie worth watching. So we get our first death about 13 minutes in when Shouty Lady kills a kid and, a la and a, his No, is, 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 is does, does Shouty Lady kill a kid first or does What's-His-Name die first? No, yeah, first death would be... Uh, so, Yelly Lady is my favorite person. Yelly Lady? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Of the smugglers, who's your favorite smuggler, Liz? Also Yelly Lady. Yelly Is lady. it even a contest? No. No, I don't think so. No. Although I do like seven-month pregnant woman, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Yelly Lady <laughs> confronts this pregnant woman and says, How many months pregnant are you? And she yells it at her, of course, and she says, Seven? Seven months, huh? Yelled once again into her face. And then just stabs her in the stomach. And cuts her shirt open, revealing that she's not pregnant, but she's full of drugs. They put the guys in this weird, like, truck, and they put the girls in a house. But two girls notice this is happening, and they run away. And the smugglers try to shoot them, but they're, they're, these guns don't work. The, the girls get away, and we find out that the one girl is the daughter of... <laughs> The other one's sister. <laughs> Instead of sister. saying, I'm your aunt or you're my niece, he, she says, Your mother's my sister. She was murdered. I swear to God, I take care of you. You're my niece. We have to keep running. And they, yeah. find, and they find Neil out in the out living in this <coughs> trailer nobody's ever lived in. It was disgusting. And this truck that was from the He 1930s. cleaned it. He cleaned it. <laughs> and we don't see how they meet even. He... She just starts panicking while he cleans the trailer for her. He's, he looks that was like... my favorite part. He's like an excited puppy, kind of, or an excited child trying to show somebody a new toy. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, no, I'll clean so that you can come in and look. 
and starts just dumping his recycling, which makes yet another appearance into, no, he wasn't into the desert. It. He was throwing each piece one by one in a perfect arc out the window in front of her face. If this movie were a better movie, that would have legitimately been funny. <laughs> but it's not. And the girl panics the whole time. Oh what my god! Doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Oh my god, you're throwing garbage! Oh no, she, I'm sorry. She didn't recognize that he was throwing garbage. She asks him repeatedly, What are you doing? in a panic stricken voice. My favorite line in the best actor in this movie is, is um, Kim and she follows she legitimately is the best actor in this movie and she follows uh, Till into the desert and just lays down and goes to sleep a lot of people go to sleep in the direct desert sunlight in this movie all yeah, the time it seems like, it seems like <laughs> none of them have very good survival instincts no. for the desert <laughs> she's like this is a good place to lay down Yeah. and then when uh, Till comes back down she goes she says uh, um, I saw you you're a weird dude and that was the most the best delivered line in this movie, and the most honest thing said in this whole film, because she looks right at Neil and goes, I saw you. You're a weird dude. And it's just like, yeah. Yeah, right, I don't think that was even in the script. I think I should have said that to him. <laughs> yeah. that, like, you know what? People think that. <laughs> that's been, a, that's been a, a thing people have said about that. It was too honest. Yeah. <laughs> they thought that she like just ad-libbed it, and he's like, that sounds... That sounds Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He does seem like a weird dude. What Good was job. He doing to make her say that? Like, what did she catch him doing in real life? He just walked up to like that wall, didn't he? Yeah. No, and I'm just... saying like if it were ad libbed, what did <laughs> oh. she see? Oh, him he, doing was on the set? he was making that movie. He was making that movie. Yeah, he was making the movie. And like two days in, she's like, "What is going on here?" <laughs> she had the best performance, honestly. She there were a couple times where she sold it a little bit. There were a, a lot of times where she was terrible, but she uh. I mean, putting a little bit of effort into your lines in this movie really made you stand out against everybody way, yeah. else. So there, One of the women that were in the house with all the other women who were smuggled and they were all talking about their corrupt governments and stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> there was one, though, that actually seemed like she wasn't just yelling. She was actually trying to... It wasn't really good. I noticed that, too. But it was above the rest of the other ones. She wasn't just yeah. yelling. She was actually trying to portray some sort of emotion. You've been in the shower too long! Oh man, yeah. I said you've been in the shower too long. That's a that's a hard one, right there. Meanwhile, no showers running was, at all. I was really, really attached to that character that hung herself in the shower. Yeah, who was she? I don't know. Yeah, no idea. The shower was you already. You've been in that shower long enough. Get out of the shower. Oh damn. <sighs> I might actually prefer being at Applebee's right now. Some gray, <laughs> some wet. Um, dollar zombies wet, through the month of October. Beef. <laughs> dollar zombies. Dollar zombies at Applebee's. Crapplebees. Doctor Bones on the TV set. There we go. <laughs> Let's watch some Bones and eat some Applebee's. <laughs> There's a scene I have to point out where Kim and um, Till are walking around the desert and they find, imagine that, and they find a piano. And he said, and, oh, God, yeah, yeah. Until magical, he's already showed his magical powers before. I'm moving some cans. It was very impressive. And he, he sits down to play the piano. And I get it. Not everybody can play the piano. And it's sometimes hard to find a piano, a pianist, for one small scene in a film. So a lot of times a director will just shoot the front of the person playing the piano. You know, maybe you can see their arms moving a little bit. But you don't actually have to know the notes. You just have to kind of know the rhythm. Neil, Neil doesn't like to go with traditional filmmaking practices. He decides to point the camera... At the hands and only the hands of the people improperly playing the piano. Yeah. Was, oh, yeah. He just went for it. He's like, fuck it. You know what? You know what? No, he's showing that he can make anybody play and make the piano sound great, even if they're horrible at playing the piano. Yeah. I mean, there it is. You can just hit anything. He, just, he used Very his magic. AI powers to make the piano work just for those idiot hands. And as a filmmaker, <laughs> that was a much more interesting shot than showing the wonder on the girl's face as the piano was working. I wouldn't want to see that. Uh, you know what? You show me any facial expressions from that character that elicit any amount of emotion, and I will give you Even a dollar. the hands are bad actors in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's the important thing to note, is that even the hands are bad actors. Uh... So, Neil, Till, whatever, it has an immediate connection to Kim. Him and Kim are, like, I'm not saying it's because she has big boobs. I'm just saying that I think it's because she has big boobs. They are bigger boobs than, than Till's. Not the Till, though. He's in the desert. He's, he's met two girls. 
I, I mean, he's he's also a dr- former drug addict, future AI, so he's probably seen plenty of boobs, Richard. Yeah, he's really taken with her, though. Wait, which one are you talking about, the niece or the aunt? Aunt, not not Amanda. Kim. Amanda. 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 Have you even watched this? We even know the name of the characters in this film. You only have to watch 50 minutes of it before you find out any of their names. But <laughs> Yeah, incidentally, up until that point, I was calling Amanda Kim Kardashian. <laughs> oh, hmm. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. She's got kind of a Kim Kardashian appearance. Yeah, Kim Kardashian. To an fine. extent. That's where yeah. we were going for a while. Yeah. But there was a, a scene that we don't want to pass up where they're folding towels. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of odd scenes. This one is beyond the pale. I have no idea. I can understand that maybe Neil's supposed to be playing this AI that doesn't understand humanity. So he sits there and starts and just keeps refolding this towel with a giant hole in the middle that is useless as anything other than like a poncho. But the girl has What do no you think excuse. ponchos are for? <laughs> like, you know, you just flip, like, like a spaghetti western poncho. You put it over... No, like, I understand what a poncho is. I'm asking you, what do you think they're for? That that towel could be useful as a poncho. A shitty poncho. I didn't say it'd be a useful poncho. <laughs> I said it could be used as a poncho. I just stretched it... You actually said the only thing it would be useful for is as a poncho. I didn't mean that that way. No, you need to, you need <laughs> to clarify that comment, I didn't Richard. mean it that way. Obviously, it's not a very useful poncho. It's a terrible poncho. It's more useful as a poncho than a towel. I disagree. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm drawing the line on this poncho, Richard. Do we have to labor on this poncho? Is this the hill you want to die on, is the poncho? Apparently, this is the hill you want to get up and fight on. <laughs> you can pick a new hill. Why would I pick a new hill? You're the one that thinks that poncho would be useful at all. You're the one who started this hill thing. You're the hill. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to say right now, this fight is still not as long as this poncho folding scene. <laughs> yeah, we have not yet finished folding ponchos in this movie. They're like, they both have a towel, and they both have holes in towels, and they're looking at each other instead of the towel, and they're flipping it around in their hands, and they're supposed to be folding the towels, and they're, they're not folding anything. them over and over into the hole. Yeah. It's like, it's like then... watching them wipe down a table at Applebee's. They're not actually wiping the table down at Applebee's. It's just they're dirty just water. the table with dirty water. <laughs> Okay. We're going to plot through the rest of this plot, quote-unquote. Yeah. Uh, Neil, or Till, this is where he volunteers the information that he is. He can bend space and time, as he shows us, by bending this hose over and over again. And then he... He picks up some of his recycling with his powers. Yeah, he has two powers. He can space and time, and he can bend hoses. And he lets us know over and over again. He also lets us know that he's going to kill 300 million people. But only the bad people. Only the bad people. Mm-hmm. And, like... Is he suggesting there are only 300 million bad people in the world? Yes. Because I feel like that number is really low for number of bad people based on his criteria. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he, he just... Traits that are character flaws that he's decided he does not like or moral judgments that he is making as an AI from the future with no concept of the 21st century, those are all murder, murderable offenses yeah. to him. If you if you cheat at fucking Dr. Mario, he's you're, you're dead. You're, you're you're dust. Yeah. I mean I agree with that. He's shitty Thanos. He is shitty Thanos. Legitimately shitty Thanos in this movie. Which I'm good with, actually. Let's make this canon for MCU. Right. <laughs> How can we tie this in to the Avengers movies? More special effects. People uh think a little bit that there is a weird brain cinematic universe that like nobody really knows about. That there's a common thread between all the movies. I think that literally no one knows about it because even Neil Breen doesn't know about it. (laughs) Possibly. I think he's just like, you know what would be really cool? If I did this. And then he writes a script in a night, shoots it in three days, and then puts it out. And that's that's it. That's great. Mm -hmm. Post probably takes longer than everything else in this movie. (laughs) Oh yeah, I'm sure it does. Editing probably took him like a year. I'm so excited to see, what's his new one? Uh, Twisted Pear. Twisted Pear. Man, it looks really good, Liz. Okay. You gotta understand All right. what we're talking about. So we get the news, Greg. Well, and that weird, like, green-screened, like, background. Oh, I love the news. Oh, when he kept the, yeah. yeah it's so the still video cameras. You gotta understand, anything that Neil Breen couldn't afford to stop and visit, he just shoots at the green screen. So the newsroom is the a desk with a, with a green screen behind it. The mansions are just green screened behind him and some actors. They're totally like Zillow pictures, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like real estate yeah. photos. I don't know where he got the. It's, hopefully, it was stock photo that he didn't have to pay a royalty on. Um, oh, 
he knows about stock photos and stock footage believe me oh i'm sure uh, i'm sure never. i mean this neil breen could be great what i really need is a neil breen wikipedia like just dedicated neil, to neil breen like a breenopedia a breenopedia <laughs> is there a breen there's probably already a breenopedia probably a, a discord and a breenopedia <laughs> And well, well, let's get on the Discord right, right, right now. Why aren't we on the Discord? Right, for the Brinomatic Universe. Right? For the Brinomatic Universe. Yeah. Let's get through the rest of this. No, no. What I need right now is another goddamn break. No, we're going to get one, but after, up to a point. At, up to what point? Well, Neil You just killed up. 300 million of the worst people in the world, Richard. Yeah. We should be cheering. But this seed is like five minutes long. But I thought it was going to go on. Oh, my God. Ever. It <laughs> felt like forever. We were looking at the progress bar at the bottom of the screen and like, is this going to be the end of the movie? Just the next 20 minutes of this? But isn't that corrupt? Those are pe people are, he goes to these parties where it's always four people or three people standing around talking about <laughs> yeah. how corrupt they are. Not saying like, not like normally like if you walk down to somebody talking about corruption, it'd be like maybe Greg and I going, yeah, dude. And then like. And then, like, this guy called me, and I wasn't going to help him, and he gave me, like, a million dollars. So I feel like I have to hear him out. But, no, these guys are like, I take money for corporate favors. I am a bad person. Yeah, they're all very, very explicit <laughs> with their failings as, quote-unquote, They're all quote, Batman villains or character description cards that somebody's right. reading. Like, there, no, you know what it is? It is a game where you're trying to guess what the other person is, <laughs> and you you're allowed to use any description you want. So if you're playing a corrupt politician, but you're not allowed to just say I'm a corrupt politician, <laughs> you say I love it. I am in politics and I take money from corporations to make laws that are effective for their base and that's it and, and makes it goes, hard for my constituents otherwise. <laughs> and then Neil just goes, That's corrupt. Isn't that corrupt? No, he goes, he goes, isn't that corrupt? He uses, isn't, isn't that, that corrupt? corrupt like three times? Isn't that betraying the people's trust? And then there's that one. <laughs> and they don't respond because they weren't even in the room when he says it. And then they go, do you know him? I've never seen him before in my life. And then they disappear. <laughs> he walks away. Of an exploding, an expo house. That's right, the exploding mansion. The exploding green screen mansion. He with walks the outside. He was he he phased him. The AI phased himself into a nice suit and looking clean. And he walks outside of the mansion, phases back into this desert dweller garbage clothes with dirt all over his damn face. His costume or whatever. And then costume. the mansion blows up behind him. Mm -hmm. It's oh my god! It was like the spray paint, spray paint brush and Photoshop, just like three <laughs> times. It was a, it was. There wasn't any smoke. It was just. It was something. I know senior national elected government officials who I can force my political bias and influence on fellow politicians to vote my way for a payoff of course isn't that corrupt he goes back to the newsroom and he gives a monologue that is no less than it's completely insane it is <laughs> It is absolutely fucking insane. That's one of his themes. It's so long. And I thought in all the movie was good. 45 minutes left in this movie. I thought at this point we were going to be stuck with 25 minutes of this monologue. He's just throwing everything out there. He's like political correctness. And oh yeah, he's just going going ham on everything. Being kind to people, second chances, political correctness. It's all destroyed this world. Failed environmental system. It hasn't worked yet and it won't work it now. So I'm taking it into my own hands. Yeah, he's, he's chosen his moral compass to dictate who should and shouldn't live on the planet. And somehow that's fine to just kill people because you don't like them. He's just teleporting around the world killing people. <laughs> right. <laughs> just, yeah. Richard, can I take a break? Yeah, now we're good. Now we're... So, this movie does continue yes, for the half talking again, Richard. This movie does You continue... said yes, and then yeah, you started you to talking well, again. There's a lot of not sequiturs. Probably... All right, look. Listeners. We're, we're going to Applebee's to get hammered on... What are they? Dollar zombie. Dollar zombie. Drinks. Drinks. And we're going to eat gray sirloin steak that's been microwaved for just the wrong amount of time. <laughs> Reconstitute just the right amount of water. And we're going to cry a lot. Into our steak. So Into our steak to season it. <laughs> That's been over-buttered. That's been over-buttered. To give it flavor. To give it flavor. And It needs more butter. It, it still needs more flavor somehow. But less flavor at the same time. 
Don't go to Applebee's. But come back to our episode. But please, just keep listening. We'll be back. My name is Cade. I have an identical twin brother, Kale. Then one day it all changed. There was a bright light in the sky and time stood still. We were both selected. The pure majesty of nature. Programmable virtual reality, the corrupt version. A limitless digital universe, connecting all shared virtual reality. Digital tribes. I miss what I never knew. I'll take you out to dinner. Let's have a let's have a drink. Let's have a drink. Leave me alone. Let's have a drink. I'll meet you back here at eight o'clock. I miss my brother. All right, so. I've got a box uh, that was used to keep it stiff of White Claw Hard <laughs> Seltzer, which it was a multi-pack, 3X Natural Lime, 3X Raspberry, 3X, 3X Grapefruit, Ruby Grapefruit, and 3X Black Cherry. I don't know. I don't know. All right. So that's the cardboard. I'll frame that for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was beautiful. And then we have... A signed autographed photo of I don't know his name. I'm sure there's oh god, there's two. Oh. There's two. Ryan Buds as beach victim number one. To my pals at the What a Disaster Podcast. Have y'all seen my leg? And then he drew a picture of a tornado with a shark coming out of the top, and it says, Watch my skies, and both of these are amazing. Oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. pass them down for other people. They get they did get a little banged up in the mail, it looks like, especially the uh the to my pals at what a disaster but that's all right because it's beautiful oh, so ashley's gonna take a peek context oh, i got a little note too from trivia with buds oh yeah he's the guy from trivia with buds that's the buds guy all right oh he knew it was ripped he said sorry the one is ripped it was my last one hit me oh, up to his last picture hit me yeah yeah we got his last one thanks oh, mr man. bud <laughs> That's special. Thanks, Ryan Buds. Ripped by the actor. That's great. Hey, you want me to read the letter? Yeah, go ahead. He said, uh, what's up, guys? My pal, I cannot read his name, uh, from (laughs) Wreck My Podcast, told me you guys did Sharknado, so I wanted to uh, send you some missing leg pics. Sorry, the one is ripped. It was my last one. Hit me up to podcast anytime. Would love to ask you guys some trivia cues. Buds. Oh, man. And then he drew a picture <laughs> of a Sharknado, and he said, terrible Sharknado. But it's not terrible. It's amazing. We are, uh, yeah, we've been a little busy <laughs> with uh, some other stuff. We definitely got to reach out. Yeah, to I'm going to look at the postage date on this just to tell everybody how awful we are. 9-5-2018. So it has been here for some time. A month and a half. That's a month not bad, and a, though. A month and a half, though. You guys took a week off. There's been things. Yeah, there's, there's, there's been a lot of things. I did just get my surgery. I had to get my testicles removed. And your nose looks better, too. My nose looks great, but yeah. that's genetic. You get it fixed, it just looks good. Yeah. yeah. So you want to keep that with those pictures? Did you see the pictures, Lizard? Yes, they're awesome. So does he have a podcast? Uh, is that a trivia podcast? Yeah, Trivia with Buds, I, th- I think he has a podcast, too. Right. So I feel bad because I actually want to listen to that, and I kind of forgot, so I'm going to have to subscribe to that when I get home. So let's talk about these beers. <laughs> oh, these beers. beers. Um, we've got two this week. Uh, they're both. They both fit the theme ish but the movie also fits the movie theme ish because that movie is ish as far as movies go (laughs) plot ish uh it is movie ish uh so the first one we'll go with is from new holland brewing which is brewed right here in michigan actually in holland michigan which is nowhere near here but that's fine it's it's in Michigan. That's mm-hmm. the important thing because I love Michigan. They're in the mitten part too, not that weird upper part. That What's the upper be. part? Is that the one that looks like a weird shark? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. yeah. Where all the cool stuff actually is. Where all the cool stuff is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, so. God damn it. <laughs> This beer. This beer. Oh yeah, we didn't we didn't finish reviewing. No, we didn't even start. No, I talked about it being from Michigan, and then we ranted, which is fairly common. Nobody, nobody. Anyway, this beer, the blueberry floral golden called Lost Dune, uh, by New Holland Brewing. So it's Lost Dune because they're kind of in the desert ish. There, I don't really. There weren't any dunes, but that's all right. Dunes are made of sand. Deserts Dunes are made, are made of sand. Made of sand. Tenuous link, but not the most tenuous link we've ever had <laughs> with one of our course. beers. So, <laughs> fuck you. Oh, I Don't think that's my us. first fuck. Fuck you for judging us. I think that might be my first fuck yeah, for the episode. No. For this episode? Oh, I don't think episode. I've I don't think I've dropped an F bomb today. Let me see how they describe it on the box. Brown. Blueberry floral golden. Oh, um I don't know what kind of beer this is. What kind of beer is this, Richard? Is this a um, is this an ale? ale? Yeah, it's a blueberry yeah. ale. Um, and it's made with Michigan blueberries and other natural flavors. I can, tell. Can, tell. I can taste the nature in it. In as soon as I took a drink, I was like, wow, blueberries and nature. Whoa, nature. Whoa. It's, that nature is really up front. A lot of nature in my beer today, guys. A lot of nature in my beer today. Um, it's spicy, I think, to me. And it's blue, very blueberry. Like, blueberry hits me hard. Yeah. Right up front. It tastes like blueberry. A blueberry slap in the face. Like, not like blueberry flavored stuff, but legit like eating a blueberry. So that's impressive. Uh, as I, when I, my first drink, I was like, oh, I'm not going to like this. But by the time I was done with the can, I was like, I would drink another one of these. And you did. I would, I would give, I did not. Oh. I would call, I'm going to give this a drink it. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. That's good to hear. Yeah. Ashley? I'm going to say nope on that. She was a big nope. As soon as she tasted it, she was like, this tastes like a sour But I buck. don't, but like before, <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but. But I you did. I heard you say it. I just so quoted you. Yeah. I just said you said it, which means you had to have said it or are you mm. calling me a liar. This is fake news because that's really not. Uh, wow. Wow. And you're bringing Donald Trump into this. Uh, Come on, uh, Ashley. We're, we're really trying. Don't make me. I'm just going to start crying right don't now. Don't make me. I'm just going to. Just we don't second guess to cry. Patrick was the first. Yeah, Patrick. Patrick <laughs> cries every night like though in the hole. Like it's. I mean, it really helps me sleep now. Uh, it was you know? like so. Angels anyway, singing. Ashley. Blueberries for sure are not yeah. my favorite thing ever. Oh really? Beer is also not my favorite thing ever. Okay. So this was so, a win-win. Yeah. So I'm just like, I. I is and that to why be a when good we were sport? when we were at the beer store and I grabbed it, you were like. Eh! Let's get something else, please. Yeah, pretty much. That's exactly that's exactly how I sounded. You pretty much recorded me at the time. Yeah. Well, that wasn't Ashley. Sorry, I was looking away. Oh god. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So it's a big note for me. It's yeah. No, no, no. That's a. I think that's a. Don't drink it Mm-mm. from Ashley. Uh, I like the lost dude. It was delicious. I give it a drink. It not a lot to say. Kind of. Can I look like at your bottle here? Hmm? Can I look at bottle. What do you think, Liz? Pretty good. My last. One of my last trips for my last job, I had to go to that area where the brewery is, and I got to go there in person, and I also ate a delicious pizza there. So I was excited to get a New Holland beer. Um, it's not maybe my favorite of theirs. It's a little sweet, and I'm also not a blueberry person, but like Violet from Willy Wonka. <laughs> like, um, yeah, it's okay. It's good enough. It's probably expensive, though. What the Lost Dune? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Probably it's Holland think, Brewing. Yeah, they're, they're like sixteen ninety nine. They're kind of expensive. Packs. Yeah, Holland they're Brewing. they're a bit they're a bit expensive. That's all right. It's probably how much they spend on packaging that really costs us. Because their their package is always really nice. Yeah, it is. Packaging. Yeah. Photography design's good too. I did have a good time there. I was by myself, and I got a yummy mushroom flatbread. Mm. <laughs> it was right. a good time. Good stuff. Um, I know. Very... Now, what about space? The other one, the the hard cider. Also good. Also good. So bo- both trinkets? Yeah. All right. All right. Richard, you want to talk about space? Yeah. You seemed really desperate to a couple minutes I ago. Was super <laughs> it's it's a blood orange hard cider, which I never had before, which is it's delicious. It's definitely a drink it. Probably my favorite cider I've ever had. It doesn't really taste like a cider. It tastes almost like a mixed drink. It does. Ashley picked it. Yeah. A good choice, Ashley. Thank you. Almost as it's... good a choice as this movie. I like my alcohol to taste like juice, so I try to find the juiciest tasting and <laughs> stuff I can find. All right. Um, it was a good choice. Yeah. It Thank did you. taste good. Tasted juicy. So space. Yeah. Blood orange cider. Uh, mm-hmm. We didn't realize we had to shake it up at first. 
Ooh. We just cracked them open and didn't shake them. Cold and we were like, oh, these are ugly looking. Maybe they're old, but they weren't old. They just are sedimenty, which is good. We shook the next ones and apparently they taste a little better. Mm -hmm. I was not offered one. Everybody got one but me. And they do so. taste There's way better the more you drink. It was really nice of them to it's get everyone. Richard, Richard, Richard got up, handed it's everybody beer, and, and then handed me his. He handed me his, suggesting that he did in fact get it for me when in fact it was just for him. Is my house, and he comes in and treats me like this. I liked it. It's a drink it from me for space. <laughs> it um, it reminds me of how I would want to get drunk if I were getting drunk off juice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. We reviewed our beers. We need to polish off this movie. The whole other movie. That happens. <laughs> yeah. Really. Like, there's so much going on in this movie, and it's so there's so much, but so nothing disparate. Like, there's just. He's like, this makes sense, right? And everybody's like, yeah, sure, you're paying us, so yeah. Greg, I'm just going to the bullet points. I think this will work. All right, bullet point just us. Quick bullet points, and then we'll talk about them more in depth. The bullet points are, first off, um, Kim goes missing, but they find her in a mine shaft. Oh, that's right. And she's in a mine shaft with a guy who has PTSD, who was pretending to be a ghost, so people want to go into the mine shaft. This was supposed to be communicated to us at one point in the movie. But it's not at all. He just says that he likes to be alone. So he was holding up ropes. Yeah. So that's one bullet point. The second bullet point is uh, Amanda's husband finds them somehow and kills them both, but they are then resurrected. The third bullet point is uh, Amanda and Kim split up in the desert because Kim is tired. And so they get in the fight. Amanda moves on and still follows Till. And this is after they're resurrected. So they've already died. So I'd be tired too. And the fourth bullet point is that Till murders so many people and he walks by just piles of dead bodies before sending Amanda into space, but yeah. staying behind to continue murdering people. Now we can go back to the mine, but that is what happens in the next 30 minutes. Uh, you missed another bullet point. Till um, <gasps> yes. sorry, saves, very, saves all the people. Yeah, sorry. The very first thing that happens after... After, um, after break, he destroys everybody. After he destroys everybody, he goes and he saves all the, all the sex slaves or whatever. And he... Explain to him how us... Ashley, please explain, because actually I think I turned away for a second during this scene and missed everything. Uh, explain to us how, how Till kills my favorite character, Yelly Lee. Okay, so they, um, at pretty <laughs> the peak Breen performance, you actually see the most emotion out of him ever. They have a yelling match together. He, he, I feel like he's intimidated by her yell and must yell himself. It's very at, full, full-bodied yell. Yeah. But still also dead with no emotion whatsoever. <laughs> um, and he yells at her, I will eliminate you. And he says it multiple times. And she yells some other stuff back to him. And then on his last, like, I will eliminate you, he then slowly backs out of frame and she just stands there awkwardly. And then... Like frozen. Yeah, frozen. She's yeah. not yelling, because I assume she's frozen. Yep. <laughs> um, and then she just, as he's out of frame, she is then able to disappear. <laughs> <laughs> just, and, and the whole exchange takes, I would say, about 30 to 40 seconds of just extremely awkward. It was a very awkward death scene. This is my universe. I will kill you. I will eliminate all of the people like you that have ruined this planet. You are done. No, you are done. I'm done. Done. Oh, and there's another minor bullet point. The kids find Till. I don't know. It's pointless. It didn't. They... They've been tracking him this whole movie, looking for the 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 source. The source. Which we only is... saw them once. We can't really. We don't know that for sure. But they do show up and say that they have. Mm-hmm. And they get the old man yeah, they, they, out like, of his house they to find had, the source. They had been searching for the source in the universe for presumably their entire teenage life, which has been at least six months. Right. Yeah, they're very <laughs> young. They're junior high almost. And apparently there were a lot of false alarms. Oh yeah, he said it could be another false uh, alien encounter. Yeah, his dad was tired of taking them to all these aliens. So I'm waiting in the car. <laughs> <laughs> God, it's I don't know what's happening with these kids, why they were in the movie at all, because they did not add anything to the plot. I mean, Till had like, already been on the fucking news 
for a very long time talking about this. Yeah, he made 300 million people dis-a-fucking-peer. These kids are just now figuring it out. He's been cleansing already. That's what he calls it, the cleanse. Till's on the cleanse. I mean, he's... Neil Brent's a genocidal maniac. Can we just put that fucking out there? Yeah. He's like... He's like, the cleansing must continue. He's he didn't just, commit genocide. He just murdered a bunch of people. It's called cleansing, Greg. It's not genocide. He gave it a name. Well, you said genocide, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you no, trying no, to throw just, this on me? I've seen your point. I just, I'm saying okay, you convinced okay, me. Okay, yeah. So now, uh, yeah, you were talking. Yeah, no, now we can talk about these details. So, the mine. He, <laughs> Amanda's like, Kim's disappeared. And so, T- Till spends this whole movie lecturing us on how he can bend space and time, see the future and the past, and... Weird and insignificant to his intellect. Yeah, he takes an awful long fucking time to find this Kim girl in the mine. Am I wrong? Like No, just... no, I it's that's pretty much the crux of this movie is that man, he's fucking useless for being an AI from the future that can make three hundred million people disappear all at once. Right. Maybe just stop bragging about it. That's all I'm saying if it's not that impressive. It, uh it's just a bunch of shots of Neil Breed walking around this mine. Like looking over the railing, <laughs> just it's looking. He's these are establishing shots, Richard. <laughs> They're building tension. And that's when we meet the soldier for the first time, and apparently he's been a ghost. And PTSD has been haunting. And him and Kim are playing. Kim keeps saying, "We were just playing." Um, in this scene, so and I don't know if you noticed it, but I guess because nothing is really explained ever in anything in this movie. But there's like a jean like vest that has like a bunch of um metals and stuff on right. it. Oh yeah. So that is from Neil Breen's first movie, Double Down. Oh. Um, where he plays like a ex military spy, rogue, whatever. And that's what he wears to like show that he's like a really good ex military guy. Agent Those are all his Garn. he has every kind of metal that you could ever like imagine. What was that movie called again? That one's Double Down. Double Down. Yeah, and that's the one where he has to shut down the Las Vegas strip for two months for no reason. And now there's double helix? What is it? No, Twisted Pair. Twisted Pair. Double Helix. Yeah. <laughs> <Good to know. laughs> um That makes sense. But a lot of people thought <laughs> because I've heard this a bunch, and I thought it originally, too, that he was going to, like, run into himself, <laughs> like, it, like from another movie. Oh, my God, that would have been so Yeah, cool. I was, but like, then... we were watching for the... I'm sorry to interrupt, but I've got a... When we were watching the, tra- the trailer for Double Down, whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah. Double Attack. Yeah. I saw that vest. I was like, wait, that looks like the vest from... No, it, it is. Okay. He reuses a lot of the same props, and, you know, there's... This he didn't have it in this movie, but there's a house that I, I'm assuming is just his house that always shows up in a lot of the movies before he realized he could green screen a house. Um, but that's where that Kickstarter money went. But it just shows also that like, oh my gosh, that's like a weird Easter egg that like fans love. And if he was even in any way introspective into his own movies, instead of just having some random guy play this like dude with ptsd just have it be yourself man your fans would freak out it would almost confirm the like the brainiverse but universe man i'm into it uh he heals the soldier's ptsd so that's great uh he brings back the kid and the grandmother who were shot by uh by a shouty lady so that's great uh Mm -hmm. so he shows he can bring people back to life and for an ai he seems to have a lot of mythical powers like wait no, this is the part that killed me. He keeps talking about how he can see the future. He actually just says this three minutes before Amanda and Kim get shot to death by Amanda's ex-husband. He does nothing to prevent it. <coughs> nothing. He just lets them get shot. And then has uh, Amanda's... Apparently Amanda's ex-husband smelled them out and found them in the yeah, middle of the Yeah, walked desert. across whatever borders that they were coming from. Right. And just found her <laughs> in the desert. Just wandering around in the desert yep. with this dude who did nothing. Who could well, and then how she said it too. She's like, she's like, oh no, it's my ex-husband. He's the one I was running from. Yeah, it's just, it's always exposition, like exposition dumps and <laughs> I don't know. Um, I thought he killed all the bad people. 
He's still working on the cleansing. <laughs> he is. Well, because when he saves, he, he really is still working on it. It's a work in progress because yeah. when he lets the women go, he tells them to go and like overthrow their governments, essentially. Give me a hand, man, because I can't do this all myself. Yeah, it's just like, what? I thought you killed everybody. Who do you have He's, to overthrow? No, he says, well, he said that he, he killed all the corrupt politicians and all the corrupt leadership, and now they should go start their own government, basically. So, yeah. You're this, free. You're free. Believe go. it or not. A movie this well thought out and high quality has some plot holes. Yeah. It was I was as shocked as you. Yeah, I've been shocked the whole time. That's why that's why I'm mentioning a few plot holes, not many, but enough to really yeah. take me out of it. Oh, that's I didn't realize that Till resurrected the old lady and that kid who were shot at the beginning of the movie. I didn't yeah, that either. I saw that in the notes just now. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that happens for sure. It's quick. It happens and. And, and, and he lets those girls die. He lets them feel the pain and suffering of a bullet passing through you. It happens and immediately. Drains from you. No, it was. It happened immediately. The guy like shot him in like their like shoulder or their leg or something, <laughs> and it kills him immediately. But he could have stopped it. He knew it was going to happen. Basically, Till tells them that I'm going to send you to Super AI Space Planet to learn about bending space and time. Mm-hmm. They're going to go do that, but halfway, I'm going to assume halfway through the walk, Kim gets too tired to go on. And decides to die in the desert. I don't know what her backup plan was, necessarily. She's gonna go with those kids, and move to a nice house in the suburbs. What kids? The kids that found the AI. Astronomy kids. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. Let's just do that. that. She's marrying a dying professor who's presumably rich, so that she can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or at least she can sell his saddles. Cowboy boots and saddles. <laughs> yeah. Like so, Neil sends Amanda into space. That's it. It's done. It's done. It's done. There's nothing else to talk. There's nothing on the other side of this movie. I guess what we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to have our final thoughts on Neil Breen's Pass Through. of intentions of improving the nation's sustainable energy systems and environment, but the corruption and greed in big business and government just won't let it happen. Oh, hey, there you are. We're back. Oh, didn't see you over there. You've been there this whole yeah. time? Wow. That's awkward. Good call. We were just over here spraying heroin on our arms, seeing if it really got us higher. Uh, So far, I'm dead. (laughs) My body was taken over by an AI from the future, which I then had an existential struggle with. Told him how small he was in this grand scheme of the universe, and he left. But gave me my body back, which is very nice of him. So, I'm going to review this movie right after Richard reviews this movie. Right before... What you tell us? Tell us what you liked, what you didn't like, what you personally <laughs> would have done differently if you were in control of the movie. All right, but um, what I like about this movie, it had heart. <laughs> <laughs> Defend that statement right now, right now. Neil Bren, Breen, 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 bro, Neil bro, seemed to really care about this film. <laughs> He cared about it. Okay. Sure. That's the necessary thing I can say about this movie. Other than the fact that you get a you get kind of a look into the the mind, mind of, of a madman who's not necessarily normal, which is super interesting. Other than that, it was a pretty terrible film. I give this thing I'm not even gonna say anything like it. The, the cinematography, the music, I don't know, the acting. It's more of a like a race to see which was more terrible at any given moment. My favorite worst thing about this movie was were all the drone shots. And the fact he was obviously filming it on a windy on a windy day. So he used all this like digital stabilization to try to fix the shots and it just looks like you're underwater. You don't like, even need mushrooms for that part. No. Just trip balls watching someone like poorly mi- pilot a low quality drone. Right, I feel like I'm having a migraine. It's like the, the scene kind of wobbles. <laughs> Dude, I give this thing a three point Four seven eight. Three point four seven eight. I liked it better than like USS Annapolis. You liked it better. All right, let's let the Liz go. What do you think, Liz? 
like I said earlier, I had a great time. <laughs> I thought it was awesome. Eight out of ten would recommend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Ashley? Um, I suggested it. You did. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Though. It's okay. No, I love it. I'm I the one honestly... that made us watch USS in Indianapolis, so <laughs> yeah. you're 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 still doing better than me. Yeah. No, I'm just like Liz though. I love it, and it is. It's for sure like a good party movie, where if you just kind of kick back with a bunch of friends and like have a few drinks, and there's going to be just a lot of screaming and just like what? And it's it's so fun, and it's just it is it is. I feel like it is a passion project. All of his movies there there's no influence on them he has his own vision and nobody is going to infringe on that or influence that in any sort of way he's going to do whatever the hell he wants to do and i just i don't know neil breen is just a genius of our generation Outside all right. art forever. <laughs> all right and what's your final score on oh that? my goodness i would have to give that um 300 million eliminations Wow. Yeah. That's a I, that's, yeah. That's a lot of <laughs> I, whatever I that is, I think. Is that a lot? I don't know if that's gonna, a lot or if that's not a lot. What's I'm the just, what's the scale here? What's what's the best number? I would say twelve. Twelve. Okay. Wow. That's yeah. a really big number. <laughs> Neil Breen, you did something right for Ashley. Yeah. yeah I life. feel like I feel like that's a scale that Neil Breen would understand. <laughs> so would the time cube guy, probably. All right, so I'm going to I'm going to start with what I liked. I liked that he had um he had a plan and he executed it. Like he had this idea, he wrote a script, he made the movie. That's more than most people can say about pretty much anybody that's been like, "Yeah, I want to make a movie." That's usually where that conversation stops with most people, but Neil Breen went out there and he fucking did it. And that is that's impressive. That's a now, the movie that came out of it, eh, not so much, but that's okay. If I'm judging this the way I would judge any other movie, uh, there, everything about this movie was painful. The directorial decisions were bad, the acting was bad, the cinematography was terrible, the lighting was bad, the audio was bad. This movie is as close to zero as you could get. But, if you're watching it based on pure entertainment value... Leaving the objectivity of, you know, comparing it to cinematic expectations, it, it, it wakes up a lot. It's not a great movie. I will watch it again. I will make friends watch it. And that's good enough for me at this point. So you're saying it's a drink it. I'm saying it's a drink it, but it's like a 2.0 on the Gregster scale. Anyway, thanks for listening to another episode. Of the What a Disaster podcast. Mm, no, thank thank you, you, Ashley, for showing up and talking about this movie and eating some pizza and drinking some beer with us. Always a pleasure. We hope you can be back for... For introducing us to Neil Breen. I'm so happy to Double share. Helix. What's his next one? Uh, well, Triple Lutz. Okay, so it was Double Down. <laughs> double Down. Double Down was the first one. Pass Through. No, no, no. Pass... This, so oh, this, is, this is one of the most recent released ones. So it's Double Down. Double Down. And then there's um, the KFC sandwich. No, I am here now. The... Is the next one? I am here now. I am here. Dot 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 now. Four dots in that <laughs> Four ellipsis. Four dots All now. Right. Not an ellipsis. I know it's isn't it wonderful. It's, He's it's just. Plus. Um, and then there's uh, Fateful Findings, which is one of his most popular ones, and I believe it's available on uh, Prime Video right now. Oh, you wow, mentioned okay. that. Um, and then, so then there is this one, which is pass through. And then his newest one that has not been released yet is Twisted Pear. But you can watch a trailer for it on YouTube. Or his website. Or his website. But, um, yeah, I'm happy to share Neil Breen with There you. it is. There's a space. It's not on Prime, but it's available uh, on Amazon. Oh, no, it's not available on Amazon. <gasps> Video is currently unavailable. It's what? got three and a half stars on... It was available at some point. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to lie and get everyone's hopes no, I'm up. sorry, it's just my heart. That's all. Well, because it would be great because it would have subtitles. A computer scientist slash novel writer with supernatural power begins to hack into secret, secret government files what? when his relationship with his girlfriend crumbles. He re reunites with his childhood girlfriend through mystical forces. But soon, the mystical forces start to prevent him from revealing the hacked files. He must now face the dire and fateful consequences <laughs> of his actions. 
Wow. I feel like he had to have written that himself. He probably did. That's beautiful. Oh. That's beautiful. Um, so tagline that I would give this movie. I got one. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, this movie will cure you of your PTSD. There you go. <laughs> there you're cured of your PTSD. You are now cured of your PTSD. Yeah, you are now free of your PTSD. Yeah, that's a good one. Liz, you got anything over there? I'm drawing a complete blank on this. Just like, what? W-U-T. <laughs> In quotation marks. What? Prepare to be cleansed. Done. Prepare to be cleansed. Yeah, I got, I, I literally cannot come up with anything. I want to play on AI. Right. And it's just, nothing's coming to me. You gotta focus on the genocide. That's what yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, uh, fucking read the last. How about just, if you're bad, you're gone. Oh, that's, that's good, a good one. That's good, too. If you're bad, comma, you're gone. There you go. Done. Yep. Exclamation point. So there's our tags, and uh, there's our final thoughts. We got everybody, right? Yeah. Yeah. Good tags. Good we, tags. Get the, we get the guy that lives in the stairway? Yeah. He's hungry. Your He's, son. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's Harvey. That's his name. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, you can feel free to check out our show notes for information on the beers we had. Maybe our reviews um, one day. We got contact info. Maybe we'll put our review scores in there at some point. If they weren't so arbitrary, it'd be great. Maybe. Uh, also, you check out our website, www.whatadisasterpod.com. Enter. You can press enter, yeah. That'll that'll just make it go. You can click the little arrow too. That sometimes will do it. Oh, yeah. You can also follow us on at podwad on Twitter and at wadpod on Instagram because we are very consistent. And don't you, you can dare fuck up the two. Uh, dire yeah. consequences. Wow. I don't know how dire the consequences are, but I think one of them's like a non-English. What is bullshit? Football what team thing. Football. That's soccer. Yeah, football. Um, podcast. Subscribe to us. Please. On all your favorite platforms. Not just one. Just subscribe to all of us. If you're not doing it all of them, then you're not doing yours. You're not even a friend. Susan. You look. If you want us to like you, you'll do this for us. That's all we care about. Just do it. Please. Now, why are you begging? I was demanding. You said please. That turns it to begging. I was just trying to be nice. Richard, come on. You could try just, being nice. Just sing the phone. Nice just, just sing the fucking I phone number. Nice. Sing the phone number. Right, tell me when. Give us a call. Uh, you could give us a text. You can leave us a voicemail. Maybe I'll answer the phone. And our phone number is 209-781-9113. And Ashley doesn't even sing. She gave up. Yeah. She's given up on this evening. This is when I stop listening. I'm not going to lie. the best part. We, we sing the jingle. We've got the outtakes at the end. You don't even listen to this? The outtakes are the best. The outtakes are the part that everybody needs to know about. That's how they get to know us as people. You know what, Richard? You need to, listen, you need to... You needed to tell people about this before because I didn't know this till the since the last time I was on here. You put this outtakes conversation as the intro to this and then boom, we yeah. got people listening. Yeah. To, they'll go back and listen to all our episodes Maybe the again. the whole way through. Yeah. You idiots. Went, you fell lie. for our trick. Foolish. I went back and I listened to some of the outtakes. I'm going to bed. Good night. see what I missed. You miss a lot because that's how you get to know us as people. Mm -hmm. Greg's taking his balls to bed. I'm taking my balls and I'm going home. <laughs> Wait, I am home. Was, taking my balls. If it was still here, so you'd be taking your ball and our ball and everybody's ball. You're going to bed. Alright. Also, Are Ashley with an eye on Instagram. <laughs>